Sparks went into right down the line. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Welcome to That's Baseball with your hosts, Seth Mason and Trevor Calloway. Baseball. The field behind the neighborhood, the diamond downtown. The back alley that's just wide enough for a home run derby. From its unorganized beginnings in North America to 40,000 person stadiums roaring after a walk-off hit, baseball has become an intrinsic part of the American experience. Much like the Greek pantheon, time has added many villains and heroes to the rich history of the sport that has produced analogies and archetypes that our culture thrives off of. The That's Baseball podcast is predicated upon the wonderment of this great sport, the personalities, teams, and legends that motivate many a young lad to pick up a bat and a glove and say, play ball. Baseball has reached heights that the sports early innovators never thought possible. Rich baseball culture in Latin America and Asia and other parts of the world spread this prudent pastime throughout the globe and the passion for its many stories as well. As we settle in and share with you the people, moments, and mystery that make this game great, we hope that you too will take the game of baseball and admire it for the unique experiment that it started out as and the impeccable game it has become. So why a baseball podcast? Why that's baseball? Um, me, Trevor Calloway, and my co-host Seth, Seth Mason. Seth Mason. We have long admired the game. We have grown up with it. Um, we're both mid-20s. Uh, we lived through the steroid era. Mm-hmm. That's what we grew up in. And we've played growing up. We've watched it growing up. And we just so happen to be young men, if you will, in a very cool time of baseball. Yeah, it's resurrected. It's it's made it through the the hard stuff that we watched growing up. And, like, it's... It's a good time to be a baseball fan, especially in the state that we live in. Well, we live in Missouri, and so you know, two of the best teams, arguably the best teams in baseball, are in the state of Missouri. Um, like Trevor said, growing up in the steroid era, I was impacted a little bit more by the steroid era because I'm a Cardinals fan from St. Louis, so I dealt with watching big old behemoth Mark McGuire tower over a big old chicken legs. Big old chicken legs. He skipped a leg day or two. It yeah. doesn't matter. When you have forearms that big, you don't need yeah, leg okay. day. He, he drove the ball, with, ball out with his, with his biceps and his pecs. But, you know, you, you grow up through there, and, and, and we watched baseball during that time. And while a lot of our friends were more into other sports, but I grew up in a town that baseball was the religion after Catholicism. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was just a way of life for us in St. Louis. But, you know, as, as – time goes on living in the Kansas City area like Kansas City's becoming a baseball town and so our love for the sport is just 
spilling over into a podcast. Yeah, it's for for me my experience growing up in kind of a losing culture of baseball. The the '90s and early 2000s were not kind to the Royals. Uh, from leadership failures, management failures, player failures, uh, the big signing that was supposed to change the franchise, the Gilmeshes of the world, like that's what I grew up watching. And I remember every October watching other teams and being so angry about that and just wondering when they were going to get it right. And you play baseball all the way from Little League to high school and you study the game and you just become enamored because it's such a deep game. There's so many different players. There's so many different positions. And in those play, in all of those positions, everyone does it differently. Um, there's an opinion on each technique. There are so many nuances. And uh, it's it really is like a multi-volume novel set. Like, there's just so much to it. And you can't just paint baseball one way. A lot of people try to say it's an old man sport. It's... You know, it's a uh, it's dated that football is going to replace it. But I would add that there are a lot more kids now, right now, maybe not five years ago, but right now playing Little League baseball, soccer and Little League football numbers are going down. Mm -hmm. Statistically proven. Um, It's a cheaper sport for kids to play. And in a time where there's a recession, all you need is a ball and a bat and, you know, a few friends and football. You need a lot more people to really pull it off. And, you know, as Baseball gets its name back from the steroid era. You know, people are starting to love it again. But, like, baseball is more popular and growing in popularity as that time of baseball goes away. And uh, I just feel like the ego in football grows, and so people want people to relate to. And baseball players are way more – I mean, there's so many more of them to latch onto in personality type – you can grab a baseball player that's from your area, that's got your kind of a story, and and there's just so many more baseball players to root for than, than football players. And so there's more people growing in the love for baseball just from a personality. And, 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 and like you said, like, you know, people say that it's outdated, but... Outdated things are back. So, <laughs> yeah, we're we're always repurposing. We're always repurposing. You know, uh, ridiculous styles. So, everything must be cyclical. So, I I think that baseball too is cyclical. I think that uh, something as old as baseball is, of course, it's going to go through some slow times. But I think it's too deeply ingrained in the American identity, mm-hmm. and not just that. It's not just an American thing. Like. Latin America, you could make an argument. Latin America is much more of a baseball hub. They're much more passionate about baseball in Latin American countries than America is. Because, let's face it, Latin America, baseball is not just a pastime. Baseball might be your only opportunity mm-hmm. to leave. It might yeah. be it. That might be you and your family's opportunity to make a living. Whereas, like, in America, which this is another episode, another time, but, you know, we have kids who are specializing at one position really early. We've got you know, lessons that cost hundreds of dollars a week. And and they're getting outplayed by kids from Latin America who started out with nothing. And don't have cleats. And don't have cleats. They play in bare feet. So baseball, what makes it so cool is you don't have to be a behemoth of a man. You don't have to be lightning fast. You don't have to be um, big and scary. 
You don't have to be skinny. You don't have to be fat. You can be all those things. Everyone can be some of those different types of things, but like there's no mold for mm. baseball. Now, there might be scouts who tell you, well, for this position, there is a mold, <laughs> and that's fine. But there's always some enigma who comes through and says, nope, that mold is broken because I'm here now. It used to be the, the short, fast black guy that played shortstop and then Cal Ripken showed up and just revolutionized it. He didn't have the range. He had he just had the smarts and the ability to understand the position that he just made it work for himself and and same thing with the outfield you'll find, you know, right now we got Kyle Schwarber stumbling around in the outfield making plays and he's a catcher and and if baseball's the the David and Goliath story where you can you can pull it off, you know, you don't have to be like you said the strongest biggest fastest or perfect swing you find your niche and you make it work and you play baseball mm -hmm. um i would say also that like seeing this kind of i don't know if you want to call it a renaissance of baseball um the new well it's it's new but it's old at the same time really the guys who are excelling right now the mike trouts the lorenzo canes um i'm trying to think of some the schwarbers uh, Ioannis Cespedes, a lot of those guys, they're really more of just athletes who like ba who love playing baseball. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you always hear somebody talking about it, like, oh, well, he's going to be a tackle. He's going to be an offensive tackle. You know, he's big. He's... In baseball, you don't ever really hear, like, oh, man, that guy's going to be a center fielder. Man, that guy's <laughs> going to Not until you see him play the game. Like, mm -hmm. people aren't giving those labels to people who play baseball because most of the time people who play baseball get out there and – it's kind of a journey for them to find the position they love to play. By the time they get to the majors, obviously, they're normally established unless it's a Bryce Harper or a Kyle Schwarber. Or they play know. for Joe Madden. Or they, they play have for to Joe. play wherever. Yeah, and it doesn't, man, it doesn't matter. He respects no man. But <laughs> that, that's the cool thing, though. And, that, and it all kind of goes back to why that's baseball, why a baseball podcast. It is the stories. Just in talking about that and talking about – all these different routes that players take to get to this game from, you know, extreme poverty in Latin America to, you know, mean streets of big cities in the States or to the, to the islands in the Pacific. Or the kid from, uh, from Jersey, the, the Mike Trout guy who's from some town in Jersey that nobody's ever heard of Millville. And yeah. now he's playing, he's, he's an MVP in, in his, MVP candidate his first few seasons and finally gets to be the MVP, but he's out hitting Albert Pujols and he's he's from Millville, New Jersey. Where the heck is that? If you had to pick a sport that was most like a really good movie, the best movie you've ever seen, the movie that's going to stay with you the rest of your life that you could watch over and over again, that sport is baseball. Hallelujah. The plot, the plot's perfect. Um, <laughs> The characters are numerous, and it just keeps getting better, and you just keep binge-watching it for all you Netflixers out there. <laughs> Netflixers? Yeah, I just made a word. Netflixers. Yeah. The net oh, boy. <laughs> the so that's why. That's, that's really why we decided to do this. We've sat around. We've talked about it. We've studied it. And we hope that this podcast brings passion and not just passion, but an astute approach to the game by maybe some people who might be surface fans right now. They they like baseball, but maybe they want to know more. Um, each episode, 
we'll be going through either a team, a player, or a moment in baseball history. Maybe not all siloed off like that. Maybe they merge together in an episode. Um, we're going to find, and we're not going to be uh, centered on one point in time, centered on one team. I know we said we're Seth's a Cardinals fan, I'm a Royals fan, but we're baseball fans, period. Now, does that mean I might, you know, just embellish a little whenever I talk about the Royals? Because, I mean, let's be yeah. real. Ozzie Smith's the best shortstop to ever play the game, and you're all going to know that. I'm going to say that over and over and over, and, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, well, Alcides Escobar has something to say about that. But. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to tell you some backstory. Obviously, you wouldn't come to us if it's something that you could just know already. Uh, we want to dig down. We want to find the things that make these stories unique. Um, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have Amazon and the uh, depths of books that are there if like every story was the same. What makes stories different? What makes them interesting? Well, the plot twists and mm. you know the independent ideas that the author comes up with when he writes the book. That's that's why we want to dig into these stories. They're all so unique. Now, are there parallels? Yes, often. So goes life. But there are just instances that make these stories so endearing to the game. Um, I know Seth and I, we, uh, we sit around, you know, and we'll just read baseball reference and look at these ridiculous stats from uh, these players with ridiculous names. I think you know, oil can Boyd, I think, it, you know. Well, let's be real. Dallas Keuchel is the weirdest, dumbest name ever. You heard it first, Dallas. Weirdest and dumbest. <laughs> Weirdest and dumbest. Uh, and, the, and you know, you, you sit around and you look at this, and then you look, okay, so you look at the stat, and you say, okay, how did this stat play out in a game, in a series? Like, obviously, back then, I'm sure, and, and now, really, in the age of digital media and sports media, players are very savvy to the fact that their stats are turning out, so stats are, are big, but in the grand scheme of the story of baseball, they become really cool when you think about how old the sport is mm-hmm. and how unattainable some of those numbers seem to be. Not mm-hmm. not completely unattainable because there's always that guy who's just a step ahead. Mm-hmm. And we want to... We want people to be able to grab on to what we talk about and just fall more in love with the game and have a better understanding of it and for people to be able to disagree with us and maybe we'll be able to share some stuff because let's be real we've just geeked out on this sport enough that we have enough to say just to have a podcast to have something to share so that you know there's other points of view and there's lots of lots of uh lots of people who think one way about the game and a different way because this this is this game is is chess on a field there's so many things that go into it that we just are in love with how much there is in baseball and how much there, um, how much you can you can one moment in a game can affect the whoever wins or loses one stolen base um, one guy who you know makes one out can can change everything and we just love that about baseball we love how much there is to understand and know and how much uh, affects the sport and how some guy out of nowhere can change a whole season in one moment in a game and and, and then disappear again and then disappear down into triple a or double a or break his leg and you never see him again 
And, uh, and it's just a mystery. This game is a mystery, and it's awesome, and it's going to be played for a long, long time, and we're in love with it, and we want other people to be in love with it. So to, put you, to give you some context, right now we sit at, it's October 21st, and the Mets and Cubs are playing right now, and the Mets are out to a big lead in the National League Championship Series. Um, the Mets are up three games to zero. Mm-hmm. It appears that they will be the National League representative in the World Series. Um, Kansas City and Toronto, I'm super happy. We're back to the ALCS again. Uh, Toronto just won today. They're headed back to Kansas City for a game on Friday night. Kansas City is up three games to two on Toronto. And Toronto doesn't score in Kansas City. No. Um, <laughs> the weather's cold. The ballpark's bigger. The ball doesn't fly as far. That, that honestly could be an episode in and of itself. We could talk about Dome Stadiums and how Jose Bautista turns into a little girl when he gets to Kansas City. They're built like college stadiums, and they're not real home runs. But, <laughs> hey, that's, that's just me talking. I'm sure somebody out there would tell me I'm ridiculous. So, in saying that, uh, our next episode, we are going to start – we might as well kick this thing off with a bang. And we might as well kick it off talking about what's what the, the crown pinnacle of baseball, the World Series. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Come on. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about – each team that will be competing in the World Series, so obviously the Mets will be one, and either Toronto or Kansas City, it's going to be Kansas well, City. Well, the reason we're calling it That's Baseball is because it's the bottom of the seventh, and Chicago's down 6-1, to one, but there's still a chance. Baseball can happen. The Royals were <laughs> baseball down. Baseball can happen. The Royals were down, what was it, 6-2, to two, the Houston Astros, with mm-hmm. their backs against the wall. The game was over, and they just started hitting, and they have not stopped. Now, today was a, a hiccup in the road, but... That's, that's why it's so ridiculous. Like, baseball is – okay, this is important to take this with you. In all of our ramblings in this introductory, introductory episode, take this with you. You cannot run out the clock in baseball. <laughs> there's no kneeling. There's no fullback dive. There's no we're going to dribble the ball at the top of the key until time runs out. You have got to play all nine, and you've mm-hmm. got to get all of the outs, every single one. I don't care if you're up. 35 to nothing or if you're up two to one and that's really what makes this game so interesting because teams can almost take a michael myers like approach where they just don't die ever they Mm. keep coming back and they're in chicago they're at home Mm -hmm. crazy stuff can happen a goat might run on the field and they're they're cured of their curse steve Steve, or is it steve bartman yeah steve bartman himself might just pinch hit (laughs) Chris Bryan and hit a grand slam. Who knows? It's Chicago. It's baseball. It's baseball. So next episode, we will go ahead and cover the Mets. And when I say cover the Mets, I'm talking about we're going to cover the Mets history with the World Series since they will be one of the representatives in the World Series. Unless something crazy happens and I got to eat my words, then it'll be the Cubs. And we'll say that's that's baseball. baseball. So we're going to cover them first. Uh, Their history, um, successes failures uh that that part of new york has experienced a lot of heartache Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm sure a lot of their fans can sympathize with me and the rest of the Kansas city fan base you have always had someone else in your state who's Mm -hmm. been very successful and you have and you've kind of you're the younger team and you've always been working to establish yourself and you feel like you finally might be there so it's going to be a lot of fun saying the mets is the younger team is like saying some middle-aged guy is the young guy at a nursing home. 
Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Yankees are the guy with a walker pooping his pants then. The, it's like the younger team. If the Cardinals are the older team, like <laughs> most most of them are uh, are quite not quite middle aged. Oh, I'm talking fra- I'm talking franchise age. Oh yeah. Well, that's know. true. That's like, true. Like, you know, the the Med, the Mets were supposed to, you know, the the orange and blue. So I hear. I, I'll put it in the show notes once we have show notes. <laughs> I'm what I to my understanding, the blue and the orange of the Mets was because the Mets were supposed to replace both the Giants and the Dodgers since they had left. Oh. The blue and the orange. Oh boy. Yeah. If this is true, man, that's that, that's a tough gig for uh <laughs> For the Mets, but you got to remember that you're the expansion team forever. Mm-hmm. No matter how good you get, well, and and that all gets better. Like Kansas City was used to be the expansion team, but now they are just the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. They're this bastion of the Midwest. Now, you know, we we had the late '70s, early '80s, and now, and then you just had this dead phase, and now there's a renaissance happening. So yeah, next episode, we want to say thank you, Dayton Moore. Yeah, thank you, Dayton Moore, and uh, dinner's on me if you ever want to talk. <laughs> Maybe give me Kendrick Morales' number. I want him to be my big brother. Slash dad. Slash dad, whatever. Uh, We thank you for listening. Um, We thank you for supporting the game of baseball, and we hope that you tune in for the next episode. Hopefully we get better at this. And hopefully we get better at this. We'll see. Um, until, Until the next episode, Seth. That that's baseball. That's baseball. That's baseball. Smith corks one into right down the line. Go crazy, folks! Go crazy! Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Welcome to That's Baseball with your hosts, Seth Mason and Trevor Calloway.